Good morning, y'all. It's Priscilla the nurse. I'm back. I said I would be back more consistently, so I had to really kind of say, okay, go ahead on and because you keep saying you're going to do it, so go ahead and do it because it's a great platform. You get to be fully self-expressed and, you know, share your voice and hear your voice. And um, the great part about this Anchor platform is that um, if I wanted to invite a guest, all they would have to do was just, I mean, I think I actually never have invited a guest, but there's a little button right under the record button that says tap to invite a guest. So that means that I probably can, and it's probably very easy. So that's coming. In the meantime, here I am again. Good morning. It is February, March, Jesus Christ, March 13th, 2020. 4.52 in the morning here in Chicago, Illinois. And um, we all know what everybody, what everyone's been talking about. And I'm here to talk about it as well, briefly. But, you know, I'm really just interested in the facts. I'm not interested in the hype or the misinformation. Although I am listening to some of the misinformation so that I can distinguish misinformation from factual information because there's a lot of information going around. Um, I'm a nurse. Most of you all know that. So I'm in the healthcare field and I, I'm a hospice nurse. So I go in and out of facilities every day because most of my patient population are on hospice and they're in nursing homes. So they're over 65. And of course, they are the ones who are, are at greater risk from actually dying from uh, corona or COVID-19. So as of this moment, the facilities that I'm going into, they're not allowing anyone other than healthcare providers or the people that work there to go in the facility. And they're stopping us at the door, taking our temperatures, and having us um, fill out a little questionnaire. You know, of course, like, have you been out of the country? Have you been around anyone who's sick? And things like that. So that's really, you know, they're kind of starting to uh, really, you know, look at uh, who's coming in and out. But now, after work yesterday, I went to Whole Foods to get a couple groceries. I mean, in, in those areas like that, you know, people are still coming in and out. Um, and things like that. There were a couple of Asian young ladies in Whole Foods when I went who had on masks. Um, And there were two uh, young black girls who had on masks. So that's something that we're probably going to be start seeing uh, is people walking around with masks. As As a matter of fact, I may be walking around with one because that's how you can get it. It goes in, you know, it's going to go enter into you by way of your nose or mouth. So yeah, wash your hands and be vigilant, but it's gonna go, it's gonna go into your uh, nasal uh, or oral cavity and into your mucous membrane. So I um, came across some tips that are very useful, I thought, and I definitely wanted to share them with everyone. Um, and this is from, well, this is from the, where is this from? This is from a neighbor of mine. Actually, I'm on an app called Neighbor, uh, which is a very good app. Um, You put in your address and your zip code, and it kind of it it um, matches your guests, or kind of puts you in the groups 
that are in your neighborhood. So you get a chance to know what's going on in your neighborhood, crime, all that stuff. So one of my neighbors posted, or in the app, she posted uh, something. It says coronavirus. And it was very, very useful. And so I decided to share it with uh, with you all on Anchor and anyone else who hears it because it's just that it's just that great. Um, so it says here, uh, and I think this was from Stanford. Someone that she knew that was a student at Stanford University had this and gave it to her, and then she shared it on Neighbor. So I'm sharing it now on Anchor. Um, so if you have a runny nose and sputum, you have a common cold. Uh, because what they're saying is, is that this virus is, is a dry cough. I guess it's not really, you're not really producing a lot of mucus. So it's a dry cough and you don't have a runny, stuffy nose. You're not going to be blowing your nose like you would if you had a common cold. Um, this new virus is not heat resistant and will be killed by a temperature of just 28 to 27 degrees. It hates the sun. So that's good to know. So hopefully as it gets warmer... Um, it will die out, um, and you know, because it, it, because it's heat resistant. Okay, and it's already we're already in like what upper 30s, uh, 40s maybe even here in Chicago. Okay, if someone sneezes with it, it takes about 10 feet before it drops to the ground, and is no longer airborne. Number five, if it drops on a metal surface, it will live for about 12 hours. So if you come into contact with any metal surface, wash your hands as soon as you can with a bacterial soap. Six, on fabric, it can survive for up to six to 12 hours. Normal laundry detergent will kill it. Number seven, drinking warm water is effective for all viruses. Try not to drink liquids with ice. Number eight, wash your hands frequently as the virus can only live on your hands for five to 10 minutes. But a lot can happen during that time. You can rub your eye, pick your nose unwillingly, and so on. Number nine, you should also gargle as a prevention. A simple solution of salt and water will suffice. And number 10, can't emphasize enough, drink plenty of water. I actually saw um, Dr. I forgot his name. He's Indian. He's very popular. Uh, He was on, I think... Uh, CNBC yesterday, Dr. Gupta, that's his name, Dr. Gupta, he um, said that the virus, um, like if you come in contact with it, if you breathe it in or, you know, comes into your mouth or your nose, it's going to kind of hang out in the back of your throat for a couple of days. You know, that's the incubation period where you won't have any symptoms. So that's why you want to drink a lot of water to really, if it's back there kind of hanging out and doing some stuff, you want to drink a lot of water so that you flush it into your stomach. And once it gets into your stomach, it your stomach acids will kill it. But if you're not drinking enough water and it gets in the back of your throat and it's, you know, replicating and doing what viruses do and it goes into your lungs, that's when you get infected. Okay, so keep that in mind. Okay, some of the symptoms are, uh, let's see. Um, So it says the new virus may not show signs of infection for many days. So how can one know if he or she is infected? Okay, so by the time you have a fever or a cough, go to the hospital. By that time, they're saying the lung is usually about 50% fibrosis and it's too late. Okay, Taiwan experts provide a simple self-check. Please note this, guys. 
a simple self-check that we can do every morning. Take a deep breath and hold your breath for more than 10 seconds. If you, com- if you complete it successfully without coughing, without discomfort, stiffness, or tightness, it proves there is no fibrosis in the lungs. It basically indicates no infection in critical time. Please self-check every morning in an environment with clean air. Okay, serious, excellent advice by Japanese doctors treating uh, CODIV-19 cases. Everyone should ensure your mouth and throat are moist, never dry. Let me drink some water on that. Okay. All right. So, guys, keep your bottles of water near you. I have a, a a bottle of water that I keep near my bed every single night. I don't travel with it though. It's about um, 32 ounces actually. But I don't travel with it because it's a little too big. But you know, when I get home, I really, I drink most of the water that I drink for the day at home. Like when I get home from work between, you know, like six and when I wake up in the morning, like now I'm drinking, I'm hydrating when I'm home. I don't really drink water while I'm out. This is just me because you know, drinking water while I'm out, I drive. So I'm driving from here to there, and then I have to go to the bathroom and blah, blah, blah. So I, I keep that in mind because if I don't, you know, when I get home, I won't either. So I keep in mind, okay, Priscilla, you're not going to be drinking through the day. So make sure you're hydrating when you get home. That's about 12 hours from about 6 p.m. all the way up until now. Okay, that's a little bit more than 12 hours. So just watch how you, your intake of water and just look at your day. What works for you? Some people see for me, it doesn't work to get up and start drinking a gallon. That don't work for me because <laughs> I'll be peeing all day. And, you know, and so what had happened is because that was happening, I, I cut back on my water intake because I didn't want to be peeing all day. But then I was forgetting, hey, make sure you hydrate during the night. And so I thought about that and corrected that. And, and I'm very intentional about it. So just look at your schedules, look at your day to make sure that you get in enough water in 24 hours, okay? Um, what else? It, okay, ensure your mouth and throat are dry, are moist, never dry. Take a few sips of water every 15 minutes at least. Why? So even if the virus gets into your mouth, drinking water or other liquids will wash them down through your throat and into the stomach. This is what he was saying, which is what I just said. Once there, your stomach acid will kill all the virus. If you don't drink enough water more regularly, the virus can enter your windpipe and into the lungs. That's very dangerous, okay? So, um, that's about it. I think that's great, great information. And also, I think there's also some rumors going around about uh, 5G, how the, you know, folks over in Wuhan, China, they started using 5G. And they're also saying that the 5G mechanism triggered something with this virus. So now it's, you know, the virus is kind of operating on some kind of vibrational frequency. So, I mean, that is a conversation that is going on. Is it proven? Again, there's a lot of conversations. That doesn't mean that it's true, but it is something to consider. Um, So, you know, and I haven't done, I've, I've, I've I've seen it. I've heard it. I think somebody on YouTube was talking about this 5G. You know, we're on 3G here in America. You know, what does that even mean? It has something to do with our, you know, uh, our inter- our internet and our uh, cell phones and the towers that they're on. You know, 3G tower, 5G tower. 
So what that's what that's implicating is that you know all this new technology that we have going on, it, it you know it can it can interfere with things. As a matter of fact, I heard someone told me that the five G supposedly is uh, can you know it's 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 causing some type of reversal of the wind, like the wind. I think the wind travels in a particular direction or something, and this 5G is supposed to be having the wind go in the opposite direction. I don't know. You know, so I don't know, but that is a conversation about this 5G. Supposedly, they had 5G on these uh, cruise ships as well. That's why those people were impacted. So what does that mean? Does that mean that, okay, if this 5G is around and the virus is around, if it's not there, are you more susceptible? So that doesn't make sense to me because whether 5G is there or not, for example, here in the United States, it's here. So anyway, um, so that's pretty much how long have I been on? So I wanted to give out that information, which I did. And, um, you know, people be vigilant. It's been 13 minutes since I've been on. Just be vigilant. I'm going to I think I'm going to start wearing a mask. Um, when I go out so that I could make sure it doesn't get into my nose or my mouth uh, because that's how you know the Asians if you look when I'm looking at these YouTube videos the over in China when the uh, SARS flu came out the bird flu those people started wearing masks when they went out all of them if you look any at any of the uh, videos of those people over there walking around outside they all have a mask and it's and they're and you know it's not like that's just what they do point blank bottom line and one of the uh conversations that I heard was that you know Americans may have a harder time you know doing things like that for example I went into a nursing home yesterday and I was you know the young lady stopped me at the door like they're literally stopping people at the door and asking so she's asking me questions and stuff I said yeah you know because I do have because I have a couple of masks in my bag she said oh you don't have to wear a mask unless you're showing symptoms well guess what ma'am I can wear masks if I want to so (laughs) You can't tell me whether or not I can wear a mask because I think this is going to be, you know, you know, because think about it. Don't wait. Don't wait until the day where they say everybody must wear a mask and you haven't been. Wear one now. Start doing it now when you know you don't have symptoms. You know you haven't been exposed to it. So now you can do some prophylactic and preventative measures like, guess what? Keeping your nose and your mouth covered so you ensure that this virus doesn't get inside of your nose or your mouth, especially when you're in close, you know, contact with people. Because they're saying, you know, you need about six inches. So if you're getting on an elevator, you're all up in people's spaces. Somebody cough or sneeze and they have it. There you have it, you know. And I was also thinking about, you know, Living in urban cities, you know, for example, working downtown in those, you know, tall buildings, you know, you got to get on the elevator ride, you know, I don't know. That's for me, not a good idea. I am, you know, I do have to go to Rush because many of you may know if you follow my page or if you're my friend, I have uh, Crohn's disease, which is a autoimmune. This is what they say that it is. It's an autoimmune disease, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of people have conditions where their immune systems are reacting to something and attacking their bodies. So I'm one of those people that have that. Um, And so I'm on an immunosuppressant at this time. So that means that I'm taking a medication that has suppressed my immune system, meaning, according to the books, that, you know, I can be more susceptible to catching infections and things like that. I have to take that into consideration. Everyone who is in that state, uh, in addition to 
elderly, you know, and you know, people that have chronic conditions. Unfortunately, this conversation has to start being discussed. <laughs> um, have to take probably extra precautions. Okay, that's why I'm going to start wearing a mask because I have to work. I have to go out and I have to see patients. So um, I will be wearing a mask. So anyway, uh, I hope you all are going to have a great day. I am. I'm not going to let this get me down or, you know, all the hype and stuff like that. But I do want accurate information because I think that's the only thing that's going to really, you know, save us is having correct information and our cities and in our states, you know, the officials taking the necessary precautions to make sure that the people that live in these uh, cities stay safe and that this, this, uh, pandemic, what they're calling it, doesn't just cause, you know, a whole bunch of deaths. I think there's already been, let me look to see, um, there has already been approximately, thanks to my friend who sent me, Walter Beckley, who I'm, most, most of you guys may know him, he's off the chain and amazing, sent me this, uh, website that gives a it has a count of everything that's happening right now so so far there's been about 3062 deaths from it totally most of them have been in China about 827 in China so you know that's where we are now but I think in America when I look over here there there, there aren't there there's not much activity going on why? Because people aren't really being tested on a large scale. So we don't know who has it or not. The only way, you know, when you look at these graphs and things, you can see how many infections are in different countries is because they've been confirmed. So, you know, this country definitely needs to start testing people to make to see where we are, who has it and who doesn't so that they can get a handle on it. Um, and with that, you know, I am going to get off of here. I hope you all again have an amazing day. And call in. Let me know if you want to hear anything, if you have any questions. I don't even know how you can call in, actually. I think you can, uh, or you can, I'm going to post this on Facebook. So if you have any questions or comments, or you want to join me in a discussion, just leave it underneath the, uh, the comment section. All right? So this is Priscilla the Nurse signing off on Anchor. Uh, one of the best platforms, I think, because... It's connected to all the other platforms, so this will also be on iTunes as well under podcasts, all right? So have a wonderful day, and I will speak to you very, very soon, and be vigilant and be safe. Oh, I forgot to add, essential oils. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Raising your vibration. I think I was talking about that before, and I got distracted. So, um, right, this is a vibrational, it looks like this is a vibrational virus as well. It's uh, reacting on some type of vibration. So raise your vibration. You know, um, essential oils, frankincense, myrrh, those are two of my favorites. And they are very, 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 very high frequency oils that uh, I have actually taken my oils, put in them, and I have like a four ounce spray bottle. It's very little. It's a little pocket size spray bottle that I have. I had something else in it before, like some rose water or something. And I just put a little water in it and put some, I filled it up with water, put a few drops of the frankincense in it. And you know, I have it in my pocket. So while I'm out, I'm spraying my hands and stuff like that with it. Um, it's a, it's a very, very potent essential oil. So you, you know, I don't recommend just taking the oil and putting it on you or eating it. You know, it's very, very strong. You have to 
use something with it, either a carrier oil or a water or something like that. And some other things you can, I'm going to share that next time when we, uh, when I come on, I'm going to talk about how to use essential oils around the house. Everybody's getting bleach and stuff. Yeah, you can kill it with bleach and coronavirus is not new, but this one is. And, you know, I don't know if I think maybe it might, but there are other things you can use that are not, you know, because we all know bleach is toxic. So, yeah, have you some bleach, but guess what? Also have you some essential oils. So we'll talk about that on the next show. All right. Stay safe and be vigilant. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.